0: everyone. It's time for the next episode of the podcast. Before we start, I just want to give a huge shout out to my ho- co-host, uh, Kyriakos Chatsis, for not setting an alarm for our special guest this week. I'm just kidding. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> it's the Ice Take podcast. We're supposed to have a special guest on this week, but Kyriakos was working late as an EMT, and it must have been crazy because he didn't respond to my text until like two o'clock this afternoon and this is two o'clock friday um maybe 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 i don't know i don't know so maybe a rangers fan got mad or something because the the sabers took him to overtime and he had to go uh help him out or something like that
1: (laughs) but it's it's kiriako slander hours
0: yeah (laughs) yep
1: yeah no it's we had a crazy night we had uh got a couple calls um, that ran after midnight um so we were kind of stuck there for a little bit um but yeah i i literally like completely forgot i got home i was so tired just showered went went to bed i like was in a coma until like two (laughs) o'clock and i was calling
0: this guy i was texting (laughs) him and then i got scared i was like uh What's gonna happen? What's happening? What's gonna happen to the ice cold takes podcast? What's gonna happen to Boys and Blue? I can't do this by myself. And then he responded, I was like, Oh, thank God. Thank God. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take it light this episode. Uh we're not really gonna talk about the Rangers. We'll just go we'll just go around the NHL. A few things happen. Maybe we'll give some updates on our fantasy teams, how we're doing. Um, but to start, uh, I guess the biggest news is Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon are uh, seemingly the golden boys of the NHL and laid nasty hits, nasty plays, and they only got fined like a maximum of $5,000. Um,
1: you saw the plays, right? Yeah, yeah, no, those, that McDavid hit was pretty bad, not gonna lie. Um, yeah,
0: it was a late elbow to
1: the face. Yeah. Um. Like, like he, I mean, I don't know if, it all depends like when they when they do suspensions like it's always a factor like is this guy like a reoccurring player that that always has like these sort of situations come up like a tom wilson type guy like obviously they're gonna judge him a little bit harsher than they would the like a, a regular player that hasn't had any history of anything like that but i mean mcdavid's like the best player in the, like he's, he's the best hockey player in the world. Like you don't, I don't know. I guess that obviously played a major factor in not suspending him, but honestly, I think he probably should have been suspended. I agree. He's not known for laying the body, let alone
0: a nasty hit. Right. That was very nasty. And same thing with McKinnon. I'll get into him later because that shocked me even more. He's the last player I think would do that because yeah. he's such a leader like right. last year he he said i don't care about the contract that i get i just want to win the stanley cup that is a effing leader right there put the c on his chest take it away from landis <laughs> come
1: on but, landis is also a fantastic captain
0: oh yeah yeah no no disrespect to landis Gogg. super sweet yeah he's the he's he's a great he's great but I mean, for the sake of my fantasy team, I didn't want McDavid suspended. But if, <laughs> I, I'd, say, I'd say an NHL should have handed out a one-game suspension. Yeah, And, and like you said, he's not really – he's not a Rafi Torres or a Tom Wilson. He's not going to get, like, a freaking 25-game suspension because he's never done that. He's not, right. he's not the player that's known for that. Uh, I don't know who the head of uh, player safety is now. I think it might be George Peros.
1: Yeah, I think I think so. It's pretty funny. He I had like Paros.
0: Six, he, had, he had a sick stash back in the day. <laughs> I, think I think he still Zuccarello, does. On him. I think Zuccarello fought him once.
1: Really? Yeah, maybe. Jesus maybe. Christ. And I then, mean, I wouldn't put it past Zuc, to be honest with you. He'll fight anyone.
0: Yeah, Zuc- Zuccarello is just like, you know, he was a small player, but he didn't let that discourage him. He played like a uh, a big game. And I'll never forget the time he fought Oshi. I mean, I, I think he got the beat he got he got his uh his shit pushed in or whatever. <laughs> Oshi beat the crap out of him. But you know, the fact that he still went there and fought with Oshi, that was crazy.
1: Dude, I saw so so I sent Joey a video earlier in the week that was like the soccer fan watching Panarin highlights. <laughs> and there was like Panarin fought. There's a couple of fights in that highlight reel. Yeah. That, was, that shocked me. I was like, first of all, Panarin seems like a very like even kill type guy. Like he doesn't get like his emotions um, in the way. But like that dude, he was he was pounding him.
0: Certainly not with the Rangers. He's definitely not gotten physical at all with the Rangers. Yeah, and that's good. I like that. All yeah, because about-
1: he he assumed more of like the the superstar role. Like you're going to be our our, our playmaker, our, our goal scorer. You know, so. Um, I guess we, he, he was a little bit younger when, when those clips were. I think he was, a, there was one in Chicago and one in Columbus, but um, where he was playing like probably like maybe like second or third line. Um, but yeah, now he, I saw that. I was like, what the hell? Panarin fighting? Yeah, Panarin fighting. That was, that's like just think
0: of a guy that just never fights. That's Panarin. That's your guy. All right. All right. Um, and then the McKinnon hit, that was ridiculous. First of all, it was a bad hit the guy's helmet comes off he gets the helmet and then he throws a fastball to fucking jacob the grom on open the opening day which never happened at the guy's like face and it, it clunked him right in the face and boom man that was i mean i, sh- I think he should have gotten a fine for that the hit and the and he should have gotten suspended honestly like that's what the hell man
1: Yeah, yeah, he – like, you literally – I've never seen that happen before. Not even
0: Buffalo – not even Buffalo is
1: doing that.
0: In (laughs) Buffalo, I would kind of understand because they kind of suck. uh, Kind
1: of? (laughs) Kind of? Yeah. Do you think – do you think they're going to break double-digit wins this year?
0: How many wins do they have right now? Seven. Uh, How many games are left?
1: (sighs) Probably, like, 20.
0: Hang on, let's do let's look at this. There's 56 games, right? East division. They're they're at 36 games. 20 games. In 30 games, they have seven wins. Yeah. So if they have seven wins in 30 games, they should be able to get
1: three wins in 20 games. I'd say (laughs) I mean should be and should be be, and actually doing it two different things. (laughs) Seven and
0: two in the past ten. Uh, goal differential of negative 47 that's looking
1: you know what I was looking at the standings the other day and our our goals I mean you could probably attribute it to the two games against the Flyers but like it's so funny if you look at the goal difference um, in all the other uh, divisions like the bottom four teams all of them are like negative pretty much and then we have like an astounding like plus 20 and we're out of the playoffs it's pretty funny in the, the Canadian division, it's
0: negative forty from the bottom up, senators are negative forty-four, Canucks negative twenty, flames Christ. And then the Canadians at four are twenty.
1: Wow. See awesome. that also that, that reminds me of like our fantasy league, right? So so we do we do points in our fantasy league. So like a, a goal will be four points, and assist is two, um, and so on. And your team, actually, Joey, you're the um oh wait let me see so th- there's a stat like obviously joey what what you're third right now or second i'm eight and two and i oh, think second. i'm in second place right now. so, I'm so for, you're yeah. in second place but you also have so points against you're the last one so you get you like the person playing you every single week i've given up the least points you've given up the least points but it's nothing that you've done it's just the teams haven't haven't been good against you you know what i mean So you lucked out. You lucked out heavy, like, like me. I'm I'm second. I my team gave up the second most points. Huh? Huh. I'm a
0: defensive team. What can I say? But I got (laughs) McDavid.
1: Dude, I okay. I had the best pickup of the century though. A couple weeks ago, I picked up cop Like the day he scored four goals. Like I picked him up that day, put him in my lineup, and he scored four. I went crazy. He's done anything since. He's had he's he scored today. Um, he's had a couple goals. I just I just like to thank whoever in our league decided to drop Kirill
0: Kaprizov because (laughs) honestly he's gonna win the Calder this
1: year. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. A man amongst boys. Yeah, Kaprizov is 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 incredible, dude. Honestly, to be honest with you, I think that. If Shesterkin stays healthy and keeps playing the way he is, I think he's got a shot as well. You know,
0: I completely forgot that he's still eligible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He only played 12 games last year. Right. Dude, he's, yeah. I think, I that think, right there, I,
0: mean, I thought he played so much more.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, he had, yeah, he played like 12 games, something like that. I don't right. know. Right. And I mean. he
0: had the car accident or whatever, and you're getting
1: right. Right. No, but I think I think he's got a shot if he keeps playing how he's playing. I think he'll definitely get nominated.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that I think a lot of people want this to really are trying to will this into existence that, you know, uh, Fox
1: should be considered for Norris. Yeah. I mean, that's a big conversation right now. But uh, honestly, he's had such a good year. You look at the stats, though, and you, you can't <laughs> you, like you can't not say that he's a, a, a nominee for that. Like, come on.
0: But OK, when given if a hockey writer is given the choice between Drew Doughty, a Hall of Fame defenseman, he's essentially a Hall of Famer. He's got two cups. How many Norris trophies has he won? How well has he played for the, for the, right. the Kings? It's a, an incredible. He's a, a key key player on that team and then adam fox who's been in the league for two years they're probably drew
1: dowdy but it doesn't matter though like it all depends on this season like dowdy hasn't had like a fantastic season
0: i mean i think he's having better than average better than his normal seasons because okay, that doesn't
1: really mean anything
0: no it doesn't mean anything no, I'm not saying it doesn't. But no, nah,
1: you're right. Like Fox doesn't really have that recognition.
0: Or right. Like he's that. not ready for that respect yet. we we'll give it, give wait until if he's keep if he keeps putting these numbers up like later, that's just gonna be amazing. Um back in the nineties, I saw I saw someone like on Twitter make a comparison to how Quinn coaches, to how Mike Keenan coached the ninety-four Rangers and how You know, Mike Keenan benched Brian Leach, who was literally our best player back then. And when I watched documentaries of that, of the 94 Rangers, I took it as Keenan was trying to get the best out of Leach to make his best player play even better. Can you imagine that? Like making like Panarin better than what he is? Like he's already fucking incredible. (laughs) Get make him even better. Like if you bench Fox, and how imagine how he'd respond. He'd be, he'd just be no one could stop him. Honestly, I'm not saying bench bench Fox, but like,
1: yeah, but like you have to bench him for a reason. Like you can't just be like, "All right, bro," like sit no. down. Like if yeah, you make a bad play, whatever. But I, like he doesn't he doesn't make bad plays.
0: No. He <laughs> just don't. It just, just doesn't happen. I'm just I'm just thinking thinking about that comparison. Like you know how. Mike Keenan did it back in the day like how he'd bench people and stuff he'd pull Richter from games even though You're
1: benching benching you get in like this kind of weird territory like me at least like it's a like it's very mental like I've been playing okay let's see so my first year in AAA actually no I i played a lot that year but okay throughout my career whatever there's been times obviously you get in slumps you're not playing as well as you should be um and i've gotten sad before but it's like with me at least it's like i get sad and then i just like feel like i'm playing like crap and then once that once once so like okay this is one scenario um at stevens actually so last year um, I had a bad game, whatever. I got sat like pretty much like the first half of the second period. Right. Mm. And then I was, I was always that power play defenseman um, on the point. Cause I had a big shot. So um, we get a power play, let's say like halfway through the second. And I've been sitting this whole time and coach is like, all right, get out there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you're going to, now you're going to put me out there in like a high stakes position. And my confidence is really low. I've been yeah. sitting And now, like, I feel like I need to do so much more out there now because I've been sat to, like, prove a point. And then it just goes even worse. And it's just – it's like a whole mental game. And, I mean, I guess I'm not mentally tough enough. I mean, sometimes, whatever, you go out there, you just play. But, like, it it gets weird. I don't know. And obviously, NHL players could probably handle that a lot better than I can. But it is something to think about.
0: If I were in your shoes – I'd probably be
1: worried about pulling a hammy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're yeah, literally, literally, or like, it, it's just like, yeah, sitting that whole time and then like going out there and trying to prove a point um, because you're not, you're going to have that in the back of your head. You're like, I want to, I want to impress my coach right now. So I don't sit anymore. Right. So it kinda, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, thankfully I haven't been sat <laughs> too much in my career, but. Um, It does happen. You know who else might be getting sat soon? Uh, Taylor Hall, based on how he's playing. Dude, I I don't know what that guy is. I mean, look, it's the whole team. And, like, if he was in a different situation, I think it would be much different. Like, he wouldn't be playing how he is. But, dude, uh, when you're on a losing squad, it's just nothing's going right for anyone. Individually, as a team – like, it's it's literally the worst feeling ever. And it, I don't know. He's not helping his draft stock, uh, his trade stock right now. But I really don't know what Buffalo can get in return for him if they want to ship him off. I really don't. I feel so, so bad for
0: Sabres fans. We rip them apart, the Sabres apart constantly on this podcast. And I have so many ideas for how to fix this team. Like, I'll do it for free, damn it sign me up pagula i won't pay dime just give me give me control of the team and i'll 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 fucking i'll I'll fix it and just you know like i know exactly what needs to be done i feel so bad for the fans but taylor hall two goals in however many games 30 something games really (laughs) production since his mvp season has like gone down ginormously like 90 to 50 points, then 50 to 40, and then 40 to like barely 20.
1: Yeah, no, nah, that's crazy. That's dude.
0: insane. Only two goals. That's crazy. That's nuts. I don't know. And million dollar players that, that, that can't do anything. Although Jeff Skinner almost made the play of the year with the, the soccer. Did you see oh that? Oh my
1: god, yeah, I did see
0: that. You know, you know he... what I thought first, right? What that he was Dominic Moore.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That was incredible, incredible.
1: Yep. Not everyone's Dominic Moore though.
0: Not everyone's Dominic Moore though. Like, if you haven't seen it, just go on YouTube and look up Dominic Moore soccer breakaway. Just look up <laughs> Dominic Moore soccer breakaway, and you won't be disappointed. It, it's a little disappointing, like how it ended, but it's just crazy. Jim Houston was calling it, and you know, Jim Houston is the GOAT. I love Jim. Yeah, GOAT. yeah, me too. He was the old uh, commentator for the, the NHL games.
1: Yeah, he's on the PSP, right? Right, the PSP, yeah,
0: and yeah. on the PlayStation too. And I think the early Xbox games, like the NHL 07, and then they switch it to the ESPN announcers. Uh, but no, Jim Houston's the best. But that was crazy how that all that all like came about. And then right after that, Blackwell
1: scored. Yeah. Dude, Blackwell hit the post right back to him, same exact shot, <laughs> puts it in. I was I, w- I want to run this by you. I don't know
0: if you feel the same way, but for some reason, I get Dubinsky vibes from Blackwell without the emotion. That's fair. Dubinsky emotion. You know, D- I, Dubinsky was always like, you know, he'd always have something to say and he, he, he was a very emotional player. One of the most emotional players I've ever seen. Right. But like, you know, the way the hard style of play, getting, getting to the net and stuff, getting into the open areas. I don't know. I just get
1: Dubinsky vibes from him. I think Blackwell's more of a, from what I see, he's more of like a, a I mean, this might sound weird, but he's more of like a shooter. Honestly, um, he's he's a he's very good in the in the boards in that sense. He's similar to Dubinsky, but Dubinsky never really had like that that like shooting skill. Like Dubinsky's more of a playmaker, I would say. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. And but but in the sense of like their hard nosed game, yeah, both of them will go in the corners, um, right, right. they'll battle anyone, um, no matter what size. Um, that, like Blackwell is kind of like Zuccarello for me.
0: Um, obviously
1: obviously a lot less skilled (laughs) yeah but but nah he's he's great he yeah definitely Dubinsky vibes too um I love I love that game bro I I, that's what I want for Rangers hockey like that's what I envision as Rangers hockey those guys like Dubinsky Zuccarello like that hard nose get in the boards battle get to the front of the net like I love that
0: it's not all about the dirty dangles. It's about getting gritty and setting up the beautiful passing plays. Because when sure. it happens, you're ready to cream
1: your pants. <laughs> How many times did it happen, dude? Three times that night. What what game did <laughs> I forget? Literally going through, going through my laundry. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Yeah, just imagine like, you know, Lafreniere playing like that getting in on the four check he does though Uh, he does yeah there's it's i i want to see complete complete hockey if if they all turn if if capo caco turns into like a mark stone and is just bro i
1: saw that tweet right i saw that if if he he turns into a mark stone i will literally love that love that
0: and i also saw today look um lafreniere has gotten the lowest ice time in his debut season for a first overall pick since le Cavalier in 99 2000 wow and and people i'm like uh look at what le Cavalier turned out to be <laughs> one of the most durable players in his early career with tampa bay literally yeah 900 points maurice richard winner four-time all-star stanley cup winner if Lafreniere can be like that, I will be not just happy, incredibly happy. <laughs> incredibly happy. That is a great player, Yeah, he, he slowed down towards the end of his career, but every year with
1: Tampa Bay was a good year, pretty much. He's, he's, he, honestly, I wouldn't even attribute that slowdown to him. He, he signed with Philly, and yes. then he, they, they played him on the fourth line, bro. Like, what do you want the guy to do? He wasn't playing. Yeah, he was old as hell. And they, they put him he, in a position to he, not succeed. He's 40
0: now. Maybe we could get him on the podcast. I doubt it, though. But um, <laughs> He's going to turn 41 on April 21st. He, yeah, okay. His first year with Philly, 33 years old, 37 points in 69 games. Oh, 69. Huh? Um,
1: <laughs> next game. He, next we, knew, we knew he was destined for greatness once that happened. <laughs>
0: Excuse me, my apology. Oh wait. No, I was right. Never mind. That's 874 with uh Tampa Bay. 949 in his career. Wow. 1200 games, 1212 games. That's credi- incredible, incredible. Like every first first year, 82 games, second year, 80 games, third year, 68 games, fourth year, 76. Fifth year, 80. Next year, 81. 80 82, 81, 77, 82, 65, 64, and then in 69. 39 games, yeah, yeah, and then 69, 39 yeah. games in Tampa Bay his last year, he got 32 points, so he wasn't wow. slowing down, he must have gotten hurt that year, Dude, but Coppellier yeah, yeah. was a great player, yeah, 100%, so if so Lafreniere we'll... turns into that, I would be incredibly happy. And that's my ice-cold take for the week.
1: <laughs> All right, so we'll have a Stone and we'll have a Le Cavalier. Sounds Mark good. Stone and Le Cavalier. I like it. Dude, I love Mark Stone's game. I was watching the um, – I just, like, happened to turn it on when he got that five-assist game. That was crazy. I miss. I, I don't get to see
0: Vegas play enough.
1: I got to watch their highlights because they are – I like their team. I was watching um, – I like to just throw on the other divisions games sometimes just to watch because, honestly, they're they're very different. You can see the tempo is different. I guess it's it's pretty cool, the dynamic, seeing all these teams kind of in a bubble with each other, only playing each other. Um, So it's pretty cool to watch. Like, I've been watching Vegas a lot, like Colorado, those teams. But – Freaking that McKinnon. I really don't know, like, like, what possessed McKinnon to throw his helmet at him. And, we and, and he threw it to Garland, I think. And Garland um, went to middle school with my sister's boyfriend, actually, in, up in Boston. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Small world. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe you could get him on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe I'll hit him up. <laughs> he yeah. was like, the, He was, like, the only recollection I have of him was, like, sitting at at lunch, like, eating our, like, bologna sandwiches together. (laughs) I was like, bro.
0: We get everybody on the podcast, even you. That you (laughs) listener. (laughs) Anyways, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up this episode? Hmm.
1: I'm going on a late playoff push in my league for fantasy. Let's see if I make it. I don't know if I, I will. I'm playing you the last week. You're playing me the last week. Yeah, so I think that like I think I'm gonna win this week and next week, and then I think it'll come up to that decision, me and you. Um, so i mm. I'll, I'll have to be gear I'll have to gear up for that one, but um, I don't know. Me and the Rangers making that playoff push around the outside. I think the
0: Rangers have a legitimate chance. You, I don't know. Uh, not so
1: much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're four and six. How many teams make it? Let's see. Six. Uh,
1: six. Okay. Look, Last? I can go. I can go seven and six. How many games left are there in this thing? There's three, including this
0: right. one. I'm in the playoffs. Then there's no way I miss. Nah, yeah, you're in. Two right now, you're in. Yeah, there's no way. Last week was in insane. I was not projected at all to win until the very end. Really? Right. Like I, I thought I lost. Honest. I told you I thought I lost because I thought I saw the projection there or there his score higher than mine. I, I guess not. Last week I got screwed because Montreal decided to get COVID and oh, yeah. just so happened to only play Montreal that week, except for <laughs> Edmonton. You mean Saturday? Yeah, Edmonton only decided to play Montreal that week, just so happened to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have McDavid. So my best player, the best player, was out. And that's literally at least 20 points for the week, or 35 maybe. Yeah, yeah. Big jump, 15 points. But anyways, like not having him is incredible. It's, it's you know, it's such he a letdown. All the batteries. other guys, like the boys just showed up. They just showed up. I got. I had. I had the rookies chipping in. Eli Tolvinen. I've got um, Cardi Verhage. He's not a rookie, but I have Karel Kaprizov. Uh, the, the young guys are showing up for me.
1: I mean, I'm. I'm a little bit. Uh, it's a little better for me because in my other league, I'm ten and zero right now. So, yeah. um, And that league's for money. So, what's up? Were you playing Scrubs? No, I mean it's only an eight team league, so. You Probably um,
0: got McKinnon Panarin McDavid. No,
1: I have uh, my goalies are sick. I have I have uh Leonard, Fleury, and Smith, so like they're pretty much a lock every week. And then my team is honestly fire. Like I have Yosi, Petrie, uh, Dryside, Alandiscog, Backstrom, Miller. Oh, so, so you are fire, yeah. That is
0: back, honestly. Petrie's having a really good year. Don't Wheeler, be, Wheeler, don't, too. Be, uh, don't be uh, um fooled by the name. Dude. He, he, he wasn't always a big name, but he was a pretty solid defenseman this year. He's going off.
1: Yeah, seriously. I mean he's in the Norse uh conversation as well. Yep. Yep. He is for, for sure. sure.
0: But last week I, I pulled the miracle and somehow won. I, I have no idea. I think Brian Russ saved my ass. Honestly, um I had someone score like 10 or someone scored a bunch of points and they were on the bench. For me and it
1: and Dude, i hate when that happens
0: yeah it was a complete it was it was a really bad mistake by me and i don't know how it happened i'm, I'm going back to look at it now verhage hat trick on my bench damn yeah 20.8 but i had oh five. but
1: did you end up winning that week though
0: yes yes this oh, okay. was last
1: week oh last that
0: week. day i had Tavares, mcdavid stamkos goudreau buchnevich rust all those guys were in the lineup. Wow. So I had to make the decision who I was going to put in. And am I really going to bench Stamkos or Goudreau for Carter Verhage? Yeah, no. I think that's why. Russ popped off with 17 that day. Uh, Tavares had nine and a half. McDavid had two assists. Stamkos got 1.3. So yeah, I could have I swapped him for that. But I'm I'm never leaving Stamkos off the lineup. If, if it's between him and another person, I'm never leaving him off because he, he burned me, like, twice. Right. He like, went off twice. So Dude, I'm not leaving him off anymore.
1: I, I'm kind of the pickup king, too. Now that I'm looking at it, I picked up Strom right before he got on this point-scoring streak. Yeah, you're set with him. Dude, he's, he's, like, 10 games already. He's pretty much a lock
0: right now for an assist a game, at least. Literally. Streak now, 11 in a row with an assist
1: i think so yeah i think it's 11
0: hang on let me pull his 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 thing up he's having a terrific season and he is a legitimate second line center uh
1: you I heard mean, it here first
0: yep three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten in a row with an assist 11 straight games with a point wow unbelievable incredible incredible well done. I Strom. You. you love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> Making us eat our words about uh, a potential Jack Eichel trade, but we'll get into that next week. Uh, maybe a Barkov trade, but you know, you'll have to figure that out next week when we talk to our special guest. Um, I guess we'll, I guess we'll keep it under wraps. <laughs> but it is someone pretty special. Um, but anyways, let's uh, make sure we set our alarms next week before, um, before we start uh, you uh, got our, uh, our podcast. And, uh, you know, stay tuned for the post game reactions on uh, Instagram on the boys in blue account for to hear me rant if the Rangers lose and to hear me celebrate if the Rangers win and then rant to people saying fire Quinn anyways. Um, <laughs> so you're going to get a rant either way guys. Yeah. You're going to get a rant either way. So definitely tune into that because it's good. It's entertaining. Um, and yeah, we appreciate all you guys that, that, that come out for that and listen to the podcast. Uh, so yeah, thanks for that. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at the boysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.